0: In today's video, I've picked five Christmas-themed raw materials, and I'm going to introduce them to you guys. So it's been a while, it's been a bit of a hiatus, because last time I did a video like this was actually back last year in autumn. And that's when I did my vlog walking around uh, with my top five. Well, I guess it wasn't really top five, but it was kind of five autumnal raw materials which I picked. So, you know, after this video, if you still want to watch more or if you're interested in autumn, then check out that video linked in the description below. But in this video I've selected five raw materials for Christmas and I kind of went through my raw materials library and I thought what are the most Christmassy raw materials that I've got. So I've got five raw materials here which I picked out and I think these five are particularly Christmassy and those five are Fir Balsam Absolute, Eugenol, Cinnamon Absolute, Mandarin Folded and Davana Essential Oil. So I'm going to go through these five and just talk to you about them a little bit, tell you what they smell like and... Maybe give you a little bit of just insights on where I think they kind of fit into your perfumes. Anyway, so then to begin with, we've got mandarin folded. Now, mandarin is a type of orange. And you may have noticed if you're shopping around for your raw materials, there's actually quite a lot of different uh, oranges used in perfumery. Now, the reason that orange in the first place is a Christmassy thing is because apparently it gets harvested kind of from November to February in Spain, which is where it's traditionally produced, or at least a lot of it's produced, which is then exported into the rest of Europe. So people have been eating oranges around Christmas for a long time, apparently it's the satsumas and the clementines which are most popular around Christmas, and that's because those ones are easy to peel. So essentially you've got orange at the top which encompasses a lot of things, a subtype of that is mandarin, and then below that you've got other subtypes like tangerines, clementines and satsumas. So if you've looked at raw materials, uh, you may see something like tangerine, which is a subtype of mandarin, but you can get both tangerine and mandarin oils, so it starts to get a little bit confusing. You can also get green mandarin and red mandarin, they all smell just very slightly different. Uh, but this time here, I've got the mandarin folded. So the question you may ask is, what is folded mandarin? I mean, how can you fold something if it's literally a spherical ball, right? Well, I'm sure you imagined Folding is not actually folding up the mandarin, it's something else. So essentially when you have uh, any kind of orange oil really, most of that oil is comprised of certain terpenes. I think the main one is usually limonene. So if you have limonene as an aroma chemical, you'll know it's this kind of a sweet citrus smell and it's almost like the nondescript heart of most citruses. It's just like a, I would say it's a sweet orangey smell on its own. Now what chemists and producers of these oils have learned to do over time is to do a process called folding and what that means is they take the oil of the orange whatever type it is and then they go and try to extract out a load of the terpenes and then they take the residue that's left over so everything else and then they go and keep doing that process so essentially they take the orange which is composed mostly of limonene which has this kind of certain orange smell and then all the other little things in smaller amounts which actually make it smell, especially like its specific type of citrus fruit, um, they go and they kind of leave more of those, take up the limonene and they keep repeating that until the actual, let's say, kind of the heart or the core personality of the citrus fruit is amplified and it's made stronger by reducing all of that other stuff, which you could kind of think of filler that's taking up space. So folded citrus oils like mandarin folded They last a little bit longer, usually, than their counterparts, and they also are a bit stronger smelling. So anyway, I've got the mandarin here. Now, if you smelled any orange oils before in perfumery, you're probably used to smelling sweet orange oil because that's one of the most common ones, but there are other things like bitter orange and blood orange. When I smell mandarin, to me, this is... Well, firstly, it's really nice, um, but it's a bit different because when you got sweet orange, it's that classic orange smell, or most orange oils that you would find online are sweet orange. Um, but the the mandarin is a bit different. To me, it's a little bit more woody, a little bit more complex, and it's kind of darker, richer. It's a bit more mysterious, a little bit more exotic, and it's a little bit more sparkly as well. It's just a really nice smell, honestly. Um Now because I've got the folded version here, it smells a little bit deeper, it's a little bit less of the kind of fresh sweetness um, that you get with that limonene that's been extracted out amongst other things. Um, You get more of the actual kind of core smell of the mandarin here, I don't know if that's explaining it that well, and it does last a bit longer, so it doesn't last massively longer because orange is a top note, mandarin is a top note, and mandarin folded I would say is still pretty much a top note, um, maybe getting on a little bit more towards mid. Um, but it's not like it turns it into a bass note or something like that, it just makes it hang around that a little bit longer. And in case you're wondering, I got the mandarin folded from a website called harrisonjoseph.co.uk which is one of my favourite suppliers for raw materials at the moment. Next on I've got the Fir Balsam Absolute. Now this one is one of my favourite raw materials. I really love the smell of this stuff and it also happens to be a very Christmassy smell. So uh, what balsam fir is, is essentially a type of fir tree and it is the kind that is used for christmas trees so this is well it basically smells like christmas tree now with uh fir balsam you can get two different types Uh, so in perfumery you can get with the absolute and the essential oil The essential oil is made by steam distillation so they pass hot steam then on the other hand you've got the absolute like i've got here which is when they do a solvent extraction and then they extract the results of that with alcohol now when you smell the essential oil I've actually got the essential oil right here and when you smell that it's a lot more kind of like a fresh pine needle smell as if you just walked into a forest of Christmas trees you know that kind of sharp fresh piney smell that you get in the air. When you smell the absolute it's quite a bit different it still shares that character of a Christmas tree but this doesn't have those kind of sharper uh, fresh piney notes it's much more of a sweet woody note. Um, This one is a mid-note and it's kind of got medium projection. And it's a very unique woody note in perfumery in that nothing else smells quite like it in terms of the woods. It's a bit more unusual as well. Um, But it's imagine you took kind of a soft woody note and then you added slight undertones of things like raspberry um, and sweet resinous notes to it and the whole thing just smells, I think it smells pretty incredible, Um, if you like the smell of Christmas trees you'll probably like this, I do recommend both getting the essential oil and the absolute and this Absolute in particular, I got from a company called Biolands, who is a really uh, good quality supplier of raw materials. They're based in France. And I actually like this so much, so when I went and bought a load of it and put it on my online store for perfumery, which is uh, the Fragrance Foundry. So if you're interested in picking up some of this Ferbassam Absolute and you're in the UK, then feel free to go and grab some at the Fragrance Foundry. I've also had the uh, Fur Balsam Absolute from Perfumers Apprentice in the past, and that one is very nice too. So if you're in the US and you're looking for some Fur Balsam Absolute, uh, then I would recommend heading over to Perfumers Apprentice. And they also have the essential oil, which is quite nice. So if you're in the US, uh, that's where I'd recommend getting it. Right, so next I have Cinnamon Absolute. Now, this one is another sample from BioLands, that company I was talking to you about from before, and this one is pretty unusual. And the reason for that is because usually in perfumery when you have cinnamon, you have a cinnamon essential oil. But this one is the Absolute, which means instead of going through that process of the distillation, it's gone through the solvent extraction. Now, I have both the Absolute and the essential oil here for comparison, and you can see the Absolute is really dark, this kind of dark, almost green color. Uh, whereas the essential is essentially clear. So you can see that during that extraction process, a load of other kind of things, like whatever makes this green colour, came along with it. So you can already just see uh, face down that different things have been extracted out of the cinnamon during the different extractions. Anyway, when I smell the cinnamon absolute, to my nose, it is a pretty realistic cinnamon smell. It's just that nice kind of... You know, it's that warming smell It makes you think of cinnamon, cinnamon buns, uh, cinnamon biscuits, all of that kind of thing. Now, cinnamon has been used around Christmas for a long time, and that's because it actually used to be used as a preservative. So probably the reason that humans evolved to enjoy the taste of cinnamon is because cinnamon as a spice was put into food, and because that could help, uh, you know, keep it fresh and not allow bacteria to grow, then I guess the food that was flavored with cinnamon uh, was the food that was generally lasting longer or a little bit healthier in the sense it wasn't spoiled. So potentially that's why we evolved to like cinnamon. And of course, um, since food is harvested a little bit earlier in the year, um, it makes sense that you need to preserve some with cinnamon uh, to keep it around for things like feasts at Christmas. So that's probably how cinnamon uh, became a Christmassy thing in the first place. But anyway, this Cinnamon Absolute, the super realistic cinnamon smell, when you compare it to the essential oil, it's a bit similar to the Fur bassam, in that the essential oil is a little bit higher pitched, it's a bit sharper, Um, but I will say that this essential oil of cinnamon isn't the best quality, but this does have camphoraceous notes in it, so kind of those sharper notes, it does have some slight oily notes, um, some slight off notes. When you compare these two, the Cinnamon Absolute smells absolutely incredible compared to the essential oil. Though I do think if you had a high quality Cinnamon essential oil, it would still smell good, but they're still always gonna both smell different. Now, this one, I'm actually a little bit, uh, I'm quite intrigued by this raw material, so I haven't found a use for it yet, though I do like it a lot. I feel like there is definitely gonna be some good uses for it. Um, I could go and buy some of this from BioLands and offer it on my online store, just like the Fur Balsam Absolute but I'm undecided on that yet. I don't know if I'm gonna do it. So if you guys um, in the UK are interested in that and you would like to smell the Cinnamon Absolute for yourself, uh, then do let me know in the comments because I would like to kind of understand if some of you guys are interested in this also. Um, but yeah, Cinnamon Absolute is very, very tasty. Um, I don't I haven't actually tried it, but I mean, you know, a tasty smell. Um, so yeah, very nice Christmasy raw material. Next then, raw material number four, and here we have eugenol. Now, this one isn't a natural like the others. This one is a synthetic molecule. Now, eugenol is actually found inside of cinnamon naturally. So when you smell it, It does remind you a little bit of that cinnamon smell that we had from before. But eugenol is actually the major component in clove essential oil. So, you know, cloves, those things that you use often around Christmas. Some people put them inside of meat and things. It's that kind of classic spice. Um, It basically smells very similar to this. But when you have eugenol on its own, as opposed to the essential oil, it's kind of a slightly more simple smell, so a bit less complex. But I also find it to be a bit cleaner as well, so you have less kind of oily notes. So, this clove to me, yeah, it smells like a warm, kind of spicy, woody clove like smell. And this stuff is really, really useful in perfumery. So, if you go and use a higher dose of eugenol, which you didn't used to be able to do, but now the IFRA have increased their restriction on it, so you can actually put in quite a bit of eugenol now. And if you go and do that, you'll get this warm, spicy, woody note in your perfume. So, you know, imagine you're trying to make like a warming fireplace thing or something like a warm spicy perfume then eugenol is your friend in that situation but as fusing it in lower amounts it's actually a really important part of certain accords so for example carnation which is a type of flower that uses eugenol and also a banana accord. So if you're ever looking to make a banana accord, you can actually just go and use something like amyl acetate with a little bit of eugenol and hexanol, and you get a really nice banana accord coming out. So eugenol is definitely one of those essential raw materials which I think can be used in a variety of situations but it just happens to smell quite Christmassy due to it smelling like clothes. So it's one I would recommend trying out for your Christmas perfumes. Finally then, we have Divana essential oil. Now this one I've only had for a couple of weeks because I had to go and buy it to make up one of the entries in the recent competition. If you don't know about the perfumery competition, we had a competition uh, recently which was just judged and a lot of people made up different formulas to submit to provide kind of inspiration. So there's some really nice formulas in there. Um, I'll put a link in the description if you wanna go and check out the video I did on that. But this divana is a very unusual stuff because it's actually a herb out of all things. So you'd expect it to smell something all herbal, maybe like rosemary or lavender if you've never smelled it before. But it doesn't smell like that at all. When you go and smell it, this stuff smells like a kind of fruity note. It's like a... It does have, uh, let's say, sharper aspects to it, a bit like in an absinthe sense but it really has this projecting kind of fruitiness and it's a bit like plum a little bit like mold wine and it's for that reason actually that i include it in this video because i think if you wanted to go make a mold wine accord or something similar then this divana essential oil would be absolutely perfect now this one comes from Pin bertrand i got it through Pell wool um, so the quality is probably top quality on this and you can really tell uh, it's kind of expensive but it really does smell quite nice and what I found is when you smell it up close, it can smell a little bit strong. Um, it smells a little bit a, bit a little bit like cognac up close. It can almost be a little bit pukey is the word I would use to describe it. I don't think that's an official term or anything like that. But when you're smelling it a bit further away, it kind of has this projecting kind of radiance, which is that fruity wine-like smell. Um, And it's quite a nice top note. So if you're looking for your perfumes to have that kind of um, nice, let's say scrumptious, like fruity opening that kind of jumps out at you, uh, then this would be a good option. And of course, if you're trying to make a Christmas perfume and maybe you want like a mulled wine note in there, then I think this is something that you could use well for that. So that's my five Christmas raw materials. If you try any of these in your own Christmassy perfumes, I would love to hear about it in the comments and I would love to hear how it went for you. Another video I'd like to do sometime is focus on other wintry raw materials. So maybe less Christmassy, but just wintry in general. So maybe things like snowy raw materials or kind of icy raw materials, things like that. Um, haven't decided on that yet. Um, I'll have to see if I can actually find any first, but maybe I'll do that. Next week, I'm preparing a video on actually taking some of the raw materials, maybe some from this video, and making a Christmassy perfume. So, you've got that to look forward to. If you don't want to miss it, then make sure you subscribe to the channel. Finally, I've got some updates for you guys regarding my Zuri perfume brand. So for any of you guys who are interested in my perfume brand, um, you probably know about that uh, USA and Canada perfume shipment that I did a couple of weeks back. That has finally gone and it's in transit to the US. So it should arrive sometime early next week, hopefully. And as soon as that's arrived, I will get all of the orders, the pre-orders which are already taken, Mm -hmm. shipped out to you guys. Now that will include the sample packs as well. I will look at the tracking for those orders. And once I can see that the sample packs have got to you guys, then I'm going to release the final stock for sale. So probably in, let's say, probably a week or two's time, let's say maybe 10 days, that kind of thing. Um, I will be then releasing the final stock in that shipment so if you didn't get to buy a perfume in the pre-order and you wanted to order one or you picked up a sample pack you weren't sure maybe you decided you liked something and you wanted to get a full bottle um, then that will be available uh, soonish. So, if you want to hear about that, then make sure you're subscribed to the mailing list on the uh, Zurite website because that will be the easiest way for you to hear about that. Of course, I'll probably do a post on YouTube as well um, if you don't. So, you know, you'll probably see that there. So, that is for the USA and Canada customers. For the UK customers, if anyone is around London, and this isn't actually just for you guys who are interested in buying some of my perfumes, actually for any of you guys watching the channel, um, I'm gonna be doing a pop-up store next week. So that is December the 11th to 17th, 2023. I'm gonna be in London at a pop-up store next to St. Paul's Cathedral and I've rented out a shelf for my perfumes and I'm gonna be there quite a bit of the time with the perfumes, Um, you know, for anyone who wants to come and chat, if you either wanna just talk about perfumery or if you wanna come and smell my perfumes for yourself, um, you can come down to the pop-up store. I'll be putting information about that. I'll do a YouTube post um, with the times that I'll be there and I will also post about that on the Zura Instagram. So if you're interested, if you're in London, you want to come see me or my perfumes, uh, then that will be possible next week. Then finally, I can't leave out everyone else because I know I only mentioned the US, Canada, and UK guys. Now, if you are somewhere else, I still unfortunately don't have a good shipping solution for you guys. But when I was talking to my dangerous goods shipping partner the other day, sorting out the USA and Canada drop, uh, they did tell me that technically they can actually book other shipments to other countries. The only problem with it is it's pretty expensive, but they can act as a freight forwarder, um, you know, If anyone really, really, really wants one of my perfumes and is willing to pay like ridiculously high shipping, um, you know, I'm not telling you to go and do that. Uh, That's not like something I want you guys to do because I don't want to like rip you off or anything. But if you are desperate, absolutely desperate to get one of my perfumes and you're willing to pay high shipping and that's not a big deal for you, uh, then feel free to get in contact via the Zero website. I can go and ask them for a quote for you um, so I can go and see how much it would cost to get shipped to your country. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be super expensive. But I just thought I might as well let you guys know just in case, you know, there's like one person who's just like got loads of money and they really want to try a perfume. Um if that's the case, then it is technically possible. Apart from that, I will work on a better shipping solution for the future when I can, um, but as I'm sure you guys understand, it's unfortunately just not that simple. So yeah, that's all the updates regarding Zero. Right, so thank you very much for watching this video, guys. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you found some interesting raw material ideas maybe that you can use, especially if you're looking to make a Christmas perfume. I'll see you hopefully next week with a video where I do a fun little exercise trying to make a basic little Christmassy perfume. So, see you soon.